ready in 5, 4, 3, 2, 2. Uh, what up, dogs? I got Katie Morton here with me. Yay! Yo, In person. In per- so fun. Fu- oh. Finally, dudes. But first, let me do some dates, you guys. This weekend, I'm in, I'm in Denver, Colorado at the Comedy Works in downtown, which is probably my favorite club in the entire country. Um, probably by the time this drops, they're going to be adding shows. It is sold out, but please check for tickets because you should come. And then every Wednesday in Austin here, I'm doing the Velveeta Room. And then I go to Raleigh, North Carolina for one night, November 4th. And then I hit Atlanta, Georgia, Salt Lake City, Utah, San Antonio, Tejas, and Orlando. Lots of stuff going on. Tickets at Christina P. Online. Also, if you haven't seen my rap video, I'm now a rapper with the <laughs> fantastic Cray Sean. Lifelong dream. I've been obsessed with her for a decade. And we got to make um, a mom song rap video. It's on the YMH Studios youtube uh feed channel whatever so check that out it's what youtube feed shit i'm so old i you know what guys it's on the interwebs it's on the (laughs) it's on the face go to www (laughs) (laughs) www dot colon backslash backslash (laughs) i'm so out of it i just i'm out of it good to see you though good to see you yeah we see each other in real life now i know it is fun we have we're ladies who lunch (laughs) god let me tell you i'm a lady who book clubs now i did my first book club oh yeah it was really interesting oh wow well i guess the ladies like they're fantastic they're very bright it was nice to discuss a piece of literature for the first time since college yeah and not have to make jokes or talk about your kids or think yeah. about kids. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of nice to just... Yeah. But here's the deal. So they were like, should we play cards on our next meeting? Should we do a game? Should we do painting? And I was thinking to myself, why do we need an activity? Can't we just sit around and get loaded yeah. and Isn't talk? Isn't that the point of book clubs? That's Drink what, wine and talk about the book? That's what I'm saying. But I guess some people are civilized and oh. they want to do stuff. Mm. I don't like doing, doing stuff. stuff. <laughs> Aren't you already doing something with the book? I feel like that's enough stuff. That's You're doing a lot of stuff already. I guess, but I'm I'm along for the ride. Have you ever done a book club before? Yes, I used to. Okay, so this might shock you. I'm sorry. I was part of a sorority in college. I know. I went to a Christian school, so like I need to drink somewhere. I didn't even know you. <laughs> you were in a sorority? Yeah. And so my what? alumna in LA had a sorority like alumna group and yeah. I got a I would like became a part of that when I was just looking well, for stop. outlets. Oh my God, I almost oh. dumped it on Olga. I'm sorry, no, girl. We, we apologize. Shit. But I joined a book club there. And, and how did you enjoy that with your alumna? I enjoyed it for probably like six or eight months. Oh, and then I was like, bad. this is too stressful. It, it became a chore. To have to read the yeah. book. And I'm not a, not that it's cheating, but like I got joined it so I would read more and like yeah. have, get to have, like you're saying, like have conversations. We'd have like potluck. So everybody bring food and you drink and that's have nice. a good time in different houses. People host. Yes. That's what we're and doing. So that was fun. But then at a certain point I was like, I just can't keep up. I don't want to show up if I haven't read it. And they're like, you can show up. And I was like, yeah, but I've already done that like <laughs> last time. I don't yeah. want to keep doing it. 
That's true. So. That's a good. Well, things run their course. Yeah. You do them and then you're over it. And then. Well, we'll see. Um, I feel like a proper woman. I'm going yeah. to have drinks with the kindergarten moms tonight. Wow. I mean, who the fuck am I? I don't wow. even know. Texas has really changed you. It really has. <laughs> I mean, back in L.A., I, like I would want to make friends. And I did make a couple of mom friends. But I feel like people are just more like busy and they're oh, hassled. Yeah. And We're hustling in L.A. And there's like this yeah. go, go, go culture. Yeah. yeah. Here it's like, slow down. Yeah. Have a seat. Which is frustrating. <laughs> Because you're like, can I, can someone build this fence? That I've- I Same. Oh, my God. <laughs> can someone same. build a studio? We just got a puppy and she like broke out of our rotted part of our fence. I was like, dude, <laughs> you said two to four weeks. It's been uh-uh. like eight. Uh-uh. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. Yeah. No, LA is like, we'll have that ready for you. And boom. Yeah. It's happening. It's done. Yeah. So, so you just got a puppy. We did. Congratulations. She's so cute. Thank you. I mean, this is. I'm obsessed. This is essentially, it's like having a newborn in, in many ways. It's our first baby. Yeah. We're yeah. not gonna have any real baby, like fur babies hey. only. Yeah, and she's she's adorable. Yeah, she's a lot, but she's adorable. That's how it is, right? It's, yeah. Uh, so I, I remember when I first got Bitsy, it was you take them she's potty so every four hours. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But that waking up constantly—that's what newborn. Although she do sleeps as well. through the night. That's fucking huge. I think because so sad story. She was adopted at eight weeks mm. and then given back a month later. Oh, I, I, I know. God, talk about trauma, poor I baby. <laughs> and they like, didn't take care of her. Like she was oh. underweight for her age at that time. But luckily, you know, she got free. She got fostered by her little foster mama Lynn, who took good care of her. Oh. We met her a week later and adopted her. So she, at the time when we got her, she was like almost four months. Wow. So So, so that's good. Yeah. I mean, she still pees in the house. Not anymore, actually. She hits her little bell and lets us know she needs to go out. She's a smart girl. That's really good training. Now, what breed of dog is this? We don't even know. She looks kind of, I'll put I'll give you a picture so they can put it up so people can see her. I want to see this girl. She's so cute. But she's like a pit bully mix of some sort. Bull terrier. We're really not sure. She's black and white. And she's got a a nice full belly. Now, you said she has, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, has she revealed her gender to you? She hasn't decided, but I've decided. Yeah. Just kidding. You're kind of abusive. Um, You know, people can judge, but when if with a face like that. Get the fuck out of here. You guys have to put this up. Yeah, give this to Nadal. I'll I'll send it to Nadal. Uh, Katie, can you just show to your camera? Uh Uh-huh. She is adorable. Uh, Yep. Oh. And I like her pink harness. She's so cute. And then I'll get the one with her little tongue out. Oh, there you go. There you go. She's just so cute. So how are you finding um, dog momhood? Any struggles or tribulations? I mean, Sean and I have been together for 13 years and had no responsibilities. Not even a fish. <laughs> I mean, we had plants. So the... You guys are smart, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to figure out how we still do things that we love without being neglectful. Yeah. So it's funny because we're going to... She's Tomorrow will be her first day at doggy daycare because oh, our vet was like, a... she needs to be socialized more. And Sean and I got in the car and he's like, we have raised an only child that was homeschooled and she has no idea how to interact <laughs> with other animals. And I was like, oh no, we have the weird kid. Yeah, you She do. needs to go. Yeah. So we're going to put her in like... Maybe once to twice a week. Good. And then she'll start training in November. And that's great. So that's what we're going to do. But that'll give us free time too. Yeah. And then Listen we can. to you. Yeah. You're a mom. I know. You're Got a, a dog schedule. Mom. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it really is a big commitment getting yeah. a dog. If you do it right. It, well, we play with her all day. I mean, it's like. Yeah. It's, it's like, like a constant. kid. It's yeah. a toddler, you know. Uh, it is a big deal, and I'm glad you're you're taking it seriously because especially when people adopt dogs, I know oh, I know they I were know. encouraging that during the pandemic, but not everybody's uh, like 
fit to be. A hundred percent. Or In you, the same way parent. Like the same. Parent. Or you pick the wrong breed for your personality. Yeah. Don't and, get a husky. I don't know who husky. needs to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> but they need to be run. They're like yeah. sled dogs, you know? Literally, they just want to run and mm-hmm. pull a sled. So if you don't have that lifestyle, you're going to make that dog crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucking oh. huskies. They're right. cute, but yeah. they suck. Yeah. 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 Roxy's like, uh, she's, you have to run her a little bit and she'll do her zoomy, zoom, 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 and then she'll want to yeah. be chased yeah. and then she'll chase you and then you throw the ball. And then at a certain point, she like will get it and she lays down. She's yeah. like, I'm tired. Dumb. Mom, stop. That's what I wish for my kids. My kids lay yeah. down. And get t- you have to do the same with children. It's funny. If, oh, really? Yeah, Dr. Hockman, shout out. She always said to me, if you don't run the kids around and get them tired, they will fuck up your house. They're well, like dogs. That, they're like dogs. They'll chew shit, <laughs> right? You've got to like get all their energy out. Yeah. Give them an outlet. Yes. So, But my oh, boys funny. are so active. They I took them active. to a farm last week. Oh, cute. A Texas farm. So there was a bull with horns oh, yeah. just grazing and they're like go ahead go up touch the bowl go ahead and you're like oh, dude that's all that, that can gore my yeah. yeah oh be careful hold on give a fuck Put on <laughs> yeah it's the best dude yeah. y'all want to feed sharks get the tank <laughs> they don't care so yeah they we did that we run around and then the, for two like maybe 10 minutes i get some quiet and yeah. then they're just like bing yeah then they come back to life psycho yeah i know roxy will nap and then she's like f- already, and we're, we're at, Sean's like, I still have to edit a thing. Like, okay. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'll run her. So then, you know, we just take turns. The good thing is, at around four years old, mm-hmm. it'll be like a regular dog. It'll yeah. chill. And then you'll have the raddest dog because you took, you put the time in at the top, which I imagine yeah. is similar to being a parent. Children. <laughs> pay now yeah. or pay later is a yep. saying that I heard. Oh, sorry. Um, you pay pay now or pay later, meaning you invest the time in those early years, or you have to do a lot of, I guess, undoing of things yeah. that weren't done, or just dealing with bad behavior, that habits that you let form. Correct that you didn't correct yeah. in those early years. Yeah, which is not completely um, unsalvageable, right? If you oh have no, a not at all. You can always team. correct things and change yeah. things. It's just it's easier to to build a good habit than to break about you know it just takes more effort obviously like we all know like i don't like certain things that i do but it's really hard for me to like change that yeah versus if i just never had it in the first place so true man yeah. so true and with good habits it has to become just an unconscious like for instance i've been doing i work out right mm-hmm. and You're i so hate fit. it i fucking yeah i'm so fit i'm like i'm so rad but i don't like it i just do it so yeah. i know when i wake up i just put on the 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 exercise clothing yeah right away and just it becomes automatic i don't well, then have you get choice. out of the way and then you're glad that it's done yeah. that's what i always try to tell myself like yesterday i've been trying this new workout lek fit it's like on a trampoline mm-hmm. like a little mini trampoline Ooh. and it's fun but it's hard like she makes you do these slow movements where you're like oh my god and then yeah. you like pull it back you're like okay and then you have to do that over and over Oh and I'm like, God. oh, my God. But I'm always glad that it's over and I did it and yeah. I feel good. So I always tell myself, I'm like, you're going to be glad you did this. And in like 50 minutes, it'll be over. Yeah, you're never you're never bummed that no. you worked out. No, no. <laughs> you never go like, well, that was a waste I of know, an hour. Stupid <laughs> yoga was bullshit. No, you yeah. Do <laughs> yeah, you feel pretty rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have so many topics. First of all, your book Traumatized is mm-hmm. out. Um, how have people been receiving it? Let's talk about Sorry, it. She knows Oh, she just did cocaine. Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I'm such a dork. You're a therapist. I never was into any of that stuff as a kid ever. Well, in you were in a sorority. Did they not do drugs? I was uh, I was hoping they would do drugs in a sorority. I would assume they did because I went to like a really rich school, and but yeah. I wasn't rich. Yeah. So like 
And I don't know. I've always just been scared. Of that I'm stuff. scared of like a, super scared. I we were just talking about before we started rolling that I yeah. OD on pot every time I take it. Oh yeah, it's too much for me. <laughs> I'm like that was a bad decision, and yeah. then I like freak out. And I'm like, why did I do this to yeah. myself? And I'm, I'm such, like, I'll just stick with wine or like. Wine, but then the calories, whatever. I mean, you got to pick something that you, you got to do just, something whatever, in life. You know? How do you? I can't white. What do you work this. out for? What do I work out for? Well, yeah, so you to drink some, wine. Yes, yeah, so you can have some wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the truth. It is the truth. Now, who are these maniacs that can abstain from all of that and just look perfect? They've got some other weird kinks. Everybody needs oh. an outlet. So, 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 for instance, okay, the trainer, the, the person that looks perfect and mm-hmm. they don't drink or do, what are they doing? What are they doing with those bad feelings? I just don't I, get it. I mean, it could be rage filled. A lot of us are. Oh, could yeah. have other, out, like, I don't know, eating disorders, especially uh, in the fitness industry. Let's that's just, so true. Yeah. You can't, I do feel like you have to choose between eating. <laughs> And looking good. Like, you just gotta, right? I mean, well, like looking so, perfect. So, I here's the, say. yeah, the pushback I always give to people is I'm like, we all look fine. Yeah. Society just tells us there's only one way to look. Right. And like, I've never been, not that I'm like a big girl, but I've never been like twiggy. Well, That's just not my body type. Like, yeah. I, like my dad used to say I had ass kicking legs. <laughs> <laughs> they don't fuck around and they don't fit into like teeny, you know, yeah. I don't can't wear like loose pants. Those don't exist on my body. Yeah. Um, so everybody's body is different. And I think things are changing. I get excited when I see like things marketed to like normal people like they're they're models that are just like normal people that is so funny i have the complete opposite reaction well we've grown up only with the like kate mosses (laughs) of the world yeah but i i have rage at at that (laughs) stuff because i'm like no when i put these pants on when i want to look like yeah and i imagine in my head that i am kate moss when i put on those jeans even though i don't look like her Yeah, you you've ruined the 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 illusion. Do you yeah, understand? The, I need the dream. Sell me the fantasy, motherfucker. And that's fair. I get yeah. it. You know, just I swipe pretend. to the next photos. Usually yeah, yeah, the I other one. <laughs> Give me the anorexic chick. That's who I pretend <laughs> I am. Yeah. But our society forever tells us that's the only way to look. True. And like, no matter how hard I work, I'm never going to look like that. No. No. So that's the thing. It's it's and like you I have forget. Bones. Yeah, and get you, in the way. You, you, <laughs> organs. You also forget that that's Kate Moss's full time job. Yes, is to be a super a super model. And she probably already genetically is yes. Like we all have friends that, that are like thinner or bigger. Absolutely. It's just we're all just like roll the dice. Thanks, mom or dad. Cool. You know, it yeah. just it is what it is. Yeah. All right. I still hate fat models, but moving along. <laughs> Speaking of, I just, I'm so against everybody feeling okay about themselves. I, I don't, I mean, like, Katie, it's uncomfortable for us because we didn't grow up that way. Is that all this is? I'm just not used to it. Yeah. And if you have a lot of negative <sighs> thoughts in your head. Sure. Then yep. to have somebody not have those negative thoughts, you're like, yeah. how dare you? How do you not Rude. fucked up? Yeah. Rude. Or just get it like, <laughs> but, but also too, I also, the other side of it is like, I've, I also don't, at the same token, understand that that's advertising in society. Mm-hmm. It's got nothing to do with my world. Like, no. can you not give a fuck? Like, what if we trained people to just not give a fuck? I'd like that. Instead of changing. Giving all the fucks. Right. No, instead of <laughs> instead of changing the advertising industry, mm. why don't maybe the impetus being like, hey, realize they're just trying to sell you a fantasy and do you yeah. in spite of it. Let's stop blaming the external. Oh, 100%. Fuck you. Like, just yeah. be. Who cares, man? Not yeah. Everybody knows it's bullshit. Totally. But I think. Right. When we're younger, that's yeah, where it's that's tricky because we don't know, right? We that's can't true. always differentiate. But as adults, yes. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't enjoy this like kitten glove kind of thing that we're going towards where it's like, oh, 
you, you know, I'm responsible for your triggers and I can't do something yeah. like trigger warning. <laughs> like, fuck you, like I've told my warning. audience forever. I'm like, you're responsible for your own triggers. Fuck People you. can work with you. Yeah. But because they choose to, because they love you yeah. or can, but you're responsible. Correct. Like, I don't know where this, like, I don't have any responsibility thing kind of came from. Right. That the, the external world is responsible for your internal world. Yeah. And Which I'm like, take bizarre. some ownership over your own reaction. I agree. And that yeah. bothers me, especially as someone that has done a lot of work on myself. Same. That yeah. shit's hard. Yeah. It's and like, fuck, fuck you. You do the work too, yeah. asshole. If yeah, you're going to be on therapy planet, for years. Yeah. Fucking figure it out. Have some <laughs> yeah. realizations. You're like, oh my God. Because it is laziness. To me, yeah. it just reads like, dude, just do the work. Anything worth having in life is hard and takes yeah. work. And yeah. like, you're worth it. You are. Everyone's worth the work of therapy. And by the way, if you didn't know this, Katie Morton is a family oh, therapist. I'm a licensed therapist. <laughs> yeah, if we not, if you if you're new to the show, you don't know who, she, who this woman is. Um, I stumbled upon Katie many years ago now. At this point, and I was obsessed with your YouTube videos. They're so helpful. And what I've always loved about Katie is that she's very intuitive, and you speak in normal person speak. Yeah, not not like psychological speak clinical speak. yeah it's too much and that's boring i don't even like that as a therapist when i'm in like my continuing education courses i'm like yeah oh give me something i can relate to or something yeah. i can tell to people something's useful may so. i ask you about in your because you're these these courses you guys have to take to stay current mm -hmm. what's the current temperature on um non-binary like calling people zimzers a this stuff and as well as transitioning young people with the use of medical intervention like what's the current thought on this because my understanding right now is that there's not a whole like we were very ready to give a young person hormones yeah go ahead cut your breasts off when they're like very young mm -hmm. and it could switch for them later and now we've done this irreparable ever irreversible yeah so what's the school of thought right now there's a it's a that? mixed bag obviously so there are a lot of continuing education courses about like how to be i don't even know what you'd call it we used to call it like sex positive where it's like lgbt plus positive where you're like yeah you know explore your sexuality figure that out which i definitely am in that camp but this is like a whole nother layer of that right and like statistically speaking we know that someone being transgender is a very it's not very common it, it's it's just statistically it's just not there but see that's that's the narrative it, it sounds like it's so prevalent sorry i listened to howard stern and sal the stockbroker says prevalent oh, so i always hear prevalent <laughs> when you want to say prevalent, prevalent yeah it's, it starts as a joke and then it works its way into <laughs> yeah. your speaking um yeah like you I, the way that it's talked about it's it's like oh it's just so everybody's trans yeah and you're just like yeah but what the fuck man and i think i mean again people agree disagree and there's the research that i'll lean on is the what we know about people who are trans and it, like it it happens i don't maybe think it doesn't it exists and it's real and it's oh, yeah. super super like the mental health ramifications of being a trans person is like horrible like suicide rates are crazy high depression anxiety like all that stuff so it's something that as a mental health professional you need to be aware of but i do have an issue because it used to be so back in the day i'm older i know oh shocker but back when i was in school you had to go to therapy for a year before you could transition i remember this it used to be required and i still think it should i agree yeah. not because we're questioning someone's you know belief about themselves and their gender or their sex that they were you know but i'm not questioning that but there's a lot to wrap your head around and if you're supposed if you're going to 
go through if I'm not everybody has to by the way but if you're going to go through like gender reassignment surgery and take hormones and stuff it's you're going to feel differently it's going to affect you mental health hormones we know yeah like you know it's real yeah um so doing that at a young age I think is very and you couldn't do it before you're 18 also now you now you can do it whenever right and I I that's tricky it is I, I I have a lot of concerns Again, I believe it exists, and I know for people who, you know, trans people out there, they're like, oh, if I could have done it sooner, like, it was so uncomfortable for me. And then it would me. be helpful, I agree. But therapy first, at least, yeah. please. Because how do you determine which of those kids is like, and oh, I'm so glad we transitioned them early because they clearly are. Right, and like, pa- what are parents supposed to do with that, right? I don't know. That's what I'm, that's Ugh. what I always think about. And like, I was a tomboy. Same. And I like, know. what we I fucking thought, this. I know. I'm like, I, first of all, I was raised on like an old farm that then my grandpa turned into a Christmas tree farm. And like, I only had boy, I had one girl cousin, the rest were boys. Like I have scars to prove all the rough and tumble. And I would have been like, oh yeah, I don't really know how to put makeup on. And I wear overalls. I think yeah. I must be a dude. Like, I don't know what I've been confused. Cause I don't know when you're that age, you don't know much about anything. That's so true because I grew up too wearing um, cargo pants. Oh my with God, the me po- too. They were so useful. So useful. You keep so much stuff in there. Yeah, all your rocks and your knives. And <laughs> oh, your... I used to collect rocks. Yeah, same. Agates. Oh my God. And what? Agates. You know, the huh? rocks, the pretty shiny part in the middle. <laughs> Say it again. The. I don't think I'm going to. Is there... <laughs> Go ahead and isolate Katie's in <laughs> that word. <laughs> I don't want to bleep it. Um, yeah, because I, I was obsessed with like Don Johnson. I wore like Miami Vice blazers. Oh, yeah. I think somebody would have pulled me aside. If someone had said to me, hey, do you think you're, are you a boy or something? I'd be like, I don't, I don't know. What does that mean exactly? Mm-hmm. Well, I do like dressing masculine yeah because it was the 80s it was kind of it was the thing right and even yeah. the 90s and i grew up in washington state hello grunge yeah everyone looked like shit oh, back then totally too. Yeah. like <laughs> the dirtier the hair the better and yeah. like g like gx jeans and jinko jeans yeah, yeah oh my god but like <laughs> you know you should feel free to to explore that that's and be right that and figure it out and i feel like we need that time developmentally yes to figure it out just to let it breathe let it marinate yes. not to have to make a decision oh, it's goodness. such a big decision and i think that's why the therapy should still be mandated it should be yeah. not expensive like it should, it should be offered for free if you know but yeah so those are my thoughts because i think man that because you can't go back like i know your whole system would be messed up if you if you know it's not like you wake up at 22 and you're like oh yeah like I did and was like, I don't want to wear baggy jeans anymore or something. Yeah, I actually it. might want to put on makeup. Yeah. I actually really like dudes a lot. Yeah. Like, and you change because you can. Yeah. But that you can't just flip flop. Yeah. Snip snap. Doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I cut my boobs off when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Now what? Ugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's so funny. Last night, Ellis, um, my five-year-old, he's like, mom, I don't want to get married. And I go, why? He goes, because wow. I don't want to kiss. What if I don't want to kiss my wife? <laughs> And I, such an and I go, that's fine, dude. I was like, fine. And he goes, did you know that men, no, he goes, boys can marry boys. And mm. I go, yeah, yeah, they can. I go, do you want to marry a boy? And he was like, no. And I was like, yes. <laughs> like I felt myself just kind of. Don't have to deal. Ah, like one less problem. One, yeah. Because it is stressful for them. That's like, what I'm saying. All of my friends who came Not up, that I don't care. I would love him to be gay and, yeah. and live with me forever and be my little sweet lamb. But. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, just make life fucking easy. Yeah. Know? Some things are harder. A lot of my friends who are gay, it's like, 
so much more anxiety and worry than trying to come out to their parents and worrying what they're, you know, there's just a lot of stress with I it. Know. If my kids were gay, it'd be so easy though. I'd be like, are you gay? That's awesome. Are you gay? <laughs> are you gay? I should check more. Check more. Let's, let's not just let them tell are you. you gay? Yeah, I know. I know. Are you gay? So speaking of all this identity stuff, I mm. wanted you to weigh in. Oh yeah, yeah. On now, I have just been obsessed about. Uh, yes, you know, I I go down like TikTok and Instagram rabbit mm-hmm. holes. I've been obsessed with Madonna lately. Now you and I, I didn't even know she was on TikTok. Oh, she's ever she's still everywhere. She's wow. on, but if you really want to do an interesting psychological dive, follow Madonna's Instagram. Oh, okay. Now, guys, let's take a look. Oof. So. So I, you and I both grew, grew up with her. A lot of people listening grew up with her. Um, an icon of fashion, of, of uh, homo- yeah, sex symbol. Sex symbol, and as well as like homosexual rights. Homosexual, why do I say that? Gay rights and mm-hmm. all that. She was really in the forefront of everything. But uh, so now she's 63 years old. And let's click on her face. Like, let's just see what's doing. What is she posting? That's interesting. What is she doing these days, so, by the way? So she just came out with um, an album called Madam X, and she was on Jimmy Fallon. Okay, to promote. To promote. And she shows up wearing like a bondage short outfit. And like, and so she gets on Fallon's desk. Oh, she's, oh, oh. Yeah, she's like, she's like, should she's I? like, happy birthday. Yeah, uh, there it is, there it is. See, see the image? Oh, so that's Madonna. Oh, oh. and that's her. what happened. Did she have plastic surgery? Interesting question. Oh no. Interesting question. So let's click on the face, and then let's click on the. Im- so there's that. She's 63. Uh, yes, She's yes, got yes. a grill. The, the dog is so shocked. <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. So, so to hold on. On the one hand, she's still a good provocateur because. Nadav in the next room. Does she have a girl? Oh my God. We're all still talking about, about Madonna. Yeah. Genius. So she's fucking brilliant. And I still worship at the altar of Madonna. Of course. Of course. However, why am I repulsed? Now, go go look at her putting her ass on Jimmy Fallon's desk. Like, and it's just. Oh, did he put his jacket on her? Yeah. Yeah. So he just. Yeah. Like her ass was exposed on the desk and it was meant to be like a cheeky, sexy why am I repulsed? What's my problem? Am I sexist? Am I ageist? Am I, do you understand? Like yeah. what, what is going on with me and with her right now? <laughs> Let's talk about it. And I'm, what's going on? I mean, there is this like societal norm that like young is sexy and old. Of course. Like, put it away. Yeah. And she's moved into that older realm, right? She's 61. 63. 63. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it, it She's not act, but she never has. I have to give Madonna some credit. She's never acted in the way she was quote unquote supposed to. Right. Right. And that's what you loved about her. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, the, the racy stuff she would do at the time. She was burning crosses and French kissing black Jesus. Yeah. Like what? And that's why you were like, rock on. This is amazing. Amazing. Truth or dare. She was deep throating the bottle. Remember? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, nobody was doing that stuff. No, but. So what would we expect her to do at 63? That's a good point. And so I think it really still is Madonna being Madonna. She's just older. And because in our society, I think even like worldwide for the most part, it's like, okay, put that away. We've already done that. Mm-hmm. Time yeah. to wear a tasteful longer dress or something, a suit. We don't know. Well, but but if you look at somebody like Cher, mm-hmm. go ahead and bring up Cher. Cher might be older, is, is older, yeah. sorry, than Madonna, but at 60 something, was still holding it. I mean, she looked amazing. She, she was still, still wearing amazing. her 
her outfits and mm-hmm. but for some reason it was more tasteful like there was kind of a pulling back of mm. I don't know you're right this is a societal norm but it doesn't read sexual it read sad and I think that's I mean even when Madonna was it she made out with Drake or something like kissed him when they were doing a song together or something he was like well wiped his mouth and stuff do you remember that <laughs> vaguely it, like, it was vaguely. like some music I don't know, like award show or something. Yeah. And that wasn't planned. And even when she made out with Britney Spears, like she keeps herself relevant by doing True. things that are a little like, it doesn't always have to be sexual, but for her it usually risque. is. Yeah. It's a little risque pushing the envelope, but in a society where you're told that like, you know, I don't even know what our age is where we're like, put it away, but let's say 60s, you know, she's 63. So we're like, okay, put it away. And but she's ha- like, absolutely not. But however, <laughs> I've, there are women, I'm trying to think like in Europe, European women can age more gracefully and still have sexuality like mm-hmm. Juliette Binoche is one of those um, act- older actresses where she's still considered desirable mm-hmm. I think there is a you just kind of need to tweak the image ever so slightly yeah I think maybe just a tweak would have done it for me it, yeah it's just Madonna it's Madonna <laughs> and uh, and the fa- yeah. and look again hey I do Botox and filler I f- I don't like aging just like Nobody the next does. guy yeah so I get it but then there's also a level of like, oh my God, like, is no one, I just hope someone tells me. <laughs> I'll tell you, don't worry. Far. Yeah, like, but I can't see you. me. You're not that person already. That's true. I'm not that person either. We're not Madonna. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not my uh, brand. So yeah, much. leading with, <laughs> leading with sexuality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Gosh, leading with, and that's got to be a tough gig too. When you, when you lead with sexuality your whole life. Yeah. And that's the first thing that goes is the looks, man. It's totally. That's like, I mean, even being a model it has like a window of Girl, opportunity. You're 28, you're dead. Yep. They're like, you're so old. Retirement age yeah. is 30. Yeah. That's why they start at like 16, 18. You know Girl, what I mean? 13 they start at. That's not okay. That's oh, not yeah. Okay. Mila Mila Jovovich, this, that famous Russian. Yeah. She started at like 11 or 12. I remember Ooh. seeing her on magazine covers. Ooh. Yeah. Well, they're Russians. They I mean, don't yeah, their really parents are like, whatever. Give a shit. Yeah. They're yeah. savages. But yeah, so, so I think it's more Madonna. And it's not that anything's necessarily wrong with us for being like, ooh, we don't see that very often. And her, I think she did it as a way to have us talk about her. Which we are. Again, yeah. brilliant. Genius. Such a good marketer. Such a good. And like you said, too, really good at picking up on current trends and and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Putting them into her fold, you know, yeah. like exploiting whatever is yeah to make it it's like uh who else does god it? she's great at that um, co-opting whatever yeah, is cool making it about her yeah yeah, yeah. there's what a lot of that? people that can always fight to stay relevant and always are able to put themselves into the, you know the zeitgeist mm-hmm. yeah like kanye is good at that yes so yeah it's interesting because i remember like bjork was big so then mm-hmm. she kind of became like bjork she was stealing elements of bjork yeah. and then yeah yeah god, she's a good chameleon for attention what is that nar- narcissism bipolar what are we looking at what's the I diagnosis mean, here <laughs> i mean <laughs> someone who needs a lot of outside validation attention thinks that they're the best of the best she does then it could be narcissism but also i don't know if you've been famous for that long it's got to do something to you oh yeah like i don't even know that's a tricky thing like i won't name any names but one of my um our upstairs neighbor 
fly she's a stewardess or flight attendant for private jets mm. so she flies with celebrities all the time snoop dogg's awesome by the way which oh, i'm not always. surprised i've heard nothing but good I'm things not surprised. Yeah. but there's been quite a few that have been famous since they were younger and they'll say such ridiculous things to her like you have to mix my coffee i've been famous since i was 19 and she's like so you don't know how to pour me- okay weirdo you know like people are so rude and so ridiculous and if madonna's probably one of those yeah People get weird sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like John Travolta, he's weird. Yeah. Tom Cruise, fucking weird. Johnny Depp, we were talking about his TikToks. Yeah. Well, yeah, there is something to being idolized. And Johnny Depp, by the way, was idolized and worshipped from the time he was, what, 17 or 18? Oh, yeah. I remember having a crush on him in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Wait, he played a touched person. No, he didn't. He was the brother. Wasn't he a retard in that movie? No, he was the brother. Katie, are you retarded, guys? And uh, Edward Scissorhands was oh, like I'm one of Oh, I'm thinking of Leonardo DiCaprio. No, he, he plays the retard. Yeah, he... <laughs> <laughs> and what's he... <laughs> Why would they do this to Leonardo? I know. I mean, he was like the hottest thing. And but he was like, so good at that. That was crazy. Because you didn't know. know who he was at the time. Why is he so good at playing TikTok? <laughs> and he's so hot. Like, don't make the hot guy touched. But Leonardo, Deca- you know, but yeah, make the ugly guy touched. Don't make the cute guy touched. God, I had such a crush on both that. of these guys. Yeah, Johnny Depp was cute. You know, hell yeah, he was good. Twenty One Jump Street, come mm, on, mm-hmm. Stone Cold Fox. Yeah, bro. you know it's so. so funny watching Leonardo. His uh, in um, Titanic. I was watching uh-huh. that, and he's so little. You forget how scrawny. Oh, yeah, because he, he was, was a kid still. He has this wiry little It's funny because that was such a big film. Yeah. I remember I saw that in the theaters three times. <laughs> I know. It's you, the biggest film in the world. Yeah. It's like still the most grossing film yeah, ever. I bet. Or something, I think. And anyway. you know what's funny is that they considered her to be heavy back then. See, well, let's talk name? about, yeah. you know, societal norms yeah. and like diet culture. What's her name? Rose McGowan? No, Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet. Winslet. Yeah. They were like, who's this porker? And you're like, <laughs> remember? They were calling yes, her fat on that. And she was like beautiful. Just It reminded me of one of those like beautiful Victorian paintings. Yeah. Like she had like. But she's yeah. a size six or something. Big I know, deal. Heaven does to Betsy. She's yeah. not a size two. Oh my yeah. God. But it's due to the camera. Gives you 20. Yeah. Kate Winslet. She aged yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. She, she's, she held her shit together. Yeah. And she's been famous since forever. Too, yeah. Since so forever. She could be weird too. But you know what, too, a lot of people and what we're learning now with social media, uh, getting to see people's lives and getting to see how people operate. Yeah. A lot of your favorite stars are, surprise, mentally ill. Yeah. There are borderlines, bipolars. Look at poor Britney Spears. I mean, gosh. I know. No, what's going on with Britney? I don't Tell know. People, people have a lot of feelings about this, but I don't I don't know enough about she has bipolar disorder. I think they've said that she does bipolar one and in fits of mania is when she like shaved her head and acted erratically i mm, guess girl. i don't know about marrying kevin federline like if she was manic then i don't know if anybody said anything about that but then yeah. she was conserved because of that because mm. she which i don't conservatorship is hard to get i don't think people realize how hard it is to get and you have to have like medical professionals and mental health professionals say like yeah and agree so her dad conserved her and then he abused the privilege it sounds like mm. i don't even know if it's a privilege just like it was supposed to be him supporting making sure she's not spending all of her money yeah. in a wild frenzy and make sure yeah. she's taking medication seeing her doctors yeah. which she should still be doing that and hopefully she will 
but he's been removed as her conservator. Yes, yes, yes. Free so, Britney. That yeah, was the big I know. movement. And people yeah. get so riled up. And <laughs> I it, I mean, sure, it shouldn't be abused and that's yeah. not good. But also, like, we don't really know what's going on. You don't know. And the fact that the they went into court and the judge still ruled to keep the conservatorship <laughs> going tells you something. Yeah. I mean, nothing weirds me out more than her on Instagram. I, I agree. It, it's sad. It, it bums me <laughs> she out. She does like... It's so, and then just spins and then does it again yeah. and spins. Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah. Do you know what this, what's happening? Yeah. So back in the day, I was reading about this back in, um, olden times, like MGM, uh, what is this? Like the 1930s, forties, fifties, MGM or these big movie studios would own celebrities. Like they essentially yes. own the actor yeah. and they would manage that person's image for them. So you didn't know let's say it was Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was a womanizing drunk, yeah. but not that he is bipolar mess. You wouldn't know. No, they hide it all. And yeah. social media didn't exist. Yeah. And people didn't have phone like with cameras so they could like, yeah. So they just shut things down. So now you've got this culture where people can't be shielded from themselves. And I know. Boy, oh boy. It is entertaining and it is great. It's yeah. It's a good time well, to be alive. Because they have access right to the, to us. Yeah. weird you know like Ugh, sometimes you're like you shouldn't be tweeting that or posting did you Ugh. so embarrassing yeah. so but, i wanted to talk to you about this book i read which was so great the book you wish your parents had read by um, a psychotherapist named philippa perry she's a british lady i randomly stumbled across this in the in the airport like randomly and i was like who the fuck is philippa perry i know i don't know who she is i don't but... know you bitch you don't tell me what to do you know, it was kind of like I, I get very defensive as a parent because you're like, what the fuck are you going to tell me? I've been in psychotherapy for a fucking year. Yeah. I mean, and I, you're like, how many years. kids do you have? Yeah. Yeah. How many kids you got, Philippa? <laughs> Turns out only one. Yeah. We read that on you about the author. So I was kind of like, whatever. So I started to read it and I was like, yeah, yeah, I get it. Like sometimes when you get you get activated by your children's behavior. It's the trigger for you, which of makes a lot of sense. Of course. Yeah. And she uses this great example of her daughter was on the playground and the mother was watching the daughter play on the monkey bars. Mm -hmm. And the daughter was like, mom, mom, I need help. I need help. And the mother was like, you can do it yourself. Cause she was angry. She felt that she was being manipulated by the daughter to come over and ask for help. And they can do stuff like that too. Like throw it on the ground. I want you to pick it up. A hundred percent. And that happens 50,000 times a day. Yep. A day. Uh, but in this case, the daughter really did need her help. And uh, the daughter's fine, don't yeah, worry. Okay. But the like, woman she... was like, she realized that she did not come to her assistance because she had an overprotective mother who would constantly oh. be. So she wanted to foster a sense of independence. We swing all the way in the other direction. Yeah, we overcorrect. Yeah. So that was interesting to talk mm -hmm. about. And, and when you think about when you're with your kids or your dog or whoever, mm -hmm. yeah. they push your buttons and you think they're doing it intentionally but let's talk about this because as a parent that's a really big realization to be like oh that kid's not manipulating me no right now. they don't i mean children do manipulate not a, so we think manipulation means there's like bad means behind it right like i'm doing it maliciously because i want to but manipulation is usually done to get needs met so children cry and do certain things and you could say that's a manip they're manipulating you emotionally to get you to tend to them that's how they stay alive. Makes sense. Yeah. So, but we're having a reaction because we're essentially triggered. It's kind of like what we talked about at the beginning that like we, we're responsible for our reactions. Yeah. It's not, 
everybody else's problem. It's our problem. Mm -hmm. So that's why being in therapy is great because you, you could bring that up and say like, hey, my child did this. And yeah, I, why am I so fired up about that? It's good. Yeah. The one thing that's really cool about being a human, we overreact. Right. And if we can pay attention to those overreactions, that tells us a shitload of information. Yeah. Because let's be honest, we all know when we're overreacting. Yeah. I might not admit it. I won't tell my husband. Mm -mm. I'm being completely rational. You're the one. That's, <laughs> right? Yeah. We hold our ground. Yeah. No. Mm -mm. You're the one with the problem. Mm -hmm. Try to speak calmly. But that overreaction tells us something we've been triggered in some way. And kids, it's the same way. They triggered something. So if you find yourself like flying off the handle, what's going on? Most likely, if you're a mom, you haven't eaten recently, you haven't slept well, and you probably haven't taken a shower. Yeah. Take care of those things. You'll probably feel better. But there could be bigger things going on like her with the the correlation to her mom being overprotective mm -hmm. and then wanting her daughter to be independent. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, we always not always, but a lot of us overcorrect versus just finding a middle ground. Children do need yeah. some support and coddling sometimes, but they also need time, you know, to try it on their own mm -hmm. and be independent. Yes. But there, it's hard. It is hard. And, and not to say that, like, you're going to be zen and perfect all the time. It's impossible, dude. Like yeah. you said. We're human. Bro, like, when I'm, I'm, I'm with my kids on the, <laughs> like, just the three of us, usually when Tom is out and, like, you know, from the minute they wake up, mom, mom, get over here, mom, let's go watch TV, let's mm -hmm. go, that's it, and I'm like, I just open my eyes, like I literally need coffee, and yeah. then I go take a, a shower, and it's like, mom, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Mom, I want breakfast, and you're just like, I just need a minute, and so when I get dragged into motherhood from that minute I yeah. wake up, it's like, like my fuse is this short. Of course, you need like a little time. I don't know if you, <laughs> do you know when they're going to wake up? Are they pretty regular? Um... Yeah, sometimes somewhat the weekends is a little bit later which is a blessing so maybe even though it sucks because you want every minute of sleep yeah like <laughs> wake maybe up early 15 minutes just to get ahead of 30 mom. max but that helps you wake up yeah so you can sit in bed for a minute and be like <sighs> and you can yeah. brush your teeth you can take a shit yeah you can kind of wash when, your face peace. yeah yeah i know it's like a constancy and i think that's the biggest challenge for me too is the marathon nature of parenthood yeah there are it they're really like especially as a mom it, there's no fucking break it's an illusion they'll be you know they say shit like well take a break and go go do your me time go do your bath like how yeah still yeah. you are i mean i can turn it off now now that i've been a mom for like five and a half years i can turn it off somewhat but you're always on this treadmill of like, when you're always thinking of them working. i would assume yeah. too because yeah, like yeah, yeah. even constant even though i don't have children so i'm not pretending to know your experience but when something depends on you yeah, and you're the, the like, cause you know, Tom travels a lot. You travel a lot. Like when you're yeah. the one that's like the most organized and the one that they count on the most, you're going to think about them a lot and you're doing all the planning to make sure they're taken care of. So yeah. if you're not with them, you're still think of it's still in the back of your I'm mind with them. I hate it. Yeah. That's right. <sighs> it's but there are ways I think to, to join forces to get some time and mm. that would be like having moms that have kids around the same age where you can just let them like run out in a park yes. and play and get chaotic and you can like talk to each other. Yes. That's a good way to like combine the things. So you not, you don't get a break. I don't want to pretend that it's a break. But, but it's you a least, distraction. Yeah. You at least get time to like be a, a, a woman. A human. Not a mom. Yeah. Yeah. For oh, just for a sure. minute. Oh God, for sure. Time away is great. My time on the road mm -hmm. is fantastic. I, 
I, I, I just sit in a room and I sleep all day and then I go out and I tell yeah. jokes and I'm like, and it's oh, quiet human and no being. one's hollering, mom, 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 mom. <laughs> <laughs> mommy, mommy, mommy. Yeah. But it, then you probably love the scene when you get back. I do. And then I'm happy as can be because yeah. I've had a minute away and Tom, Tom has been with them, which is nice too. Yeah. Um, so here's another thing I took from this book. It's called The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read by Philippa Perry. If you're listening and you want to know the name of that book again. Um, so she brings up this thing and... Um, I tend to, in the past before I read this, would dismiss my children's concerns as trivial because they're not concerns to me. Hmm. Okay. For instance, I can't find my uh, car toy. Where's my car toy? Where's the car toy? Where's the car toy? And this book talks about how, like, to them, that's a really big deal. Even if it's not a big deal to you, it's their world. Mm-hmm. And imagine if your husband or your partner, whoever came to you and was like crying over something and you dismissed them wouldn't that feel crummy for them Mm -hmm. so to treat their concerns as valid Mm -hmm. do you understand what i'm saying like yeah to you it's nothing you're like wait what do you fucking like play with this toy crying about you have like twenty thousand cars yeah play with the truck just Mm -hmm. get the fucking get on with it dude or when i'm trying to like hurry them into the car to Mm -hmm. do an activity it's like their timeline is they're in the present so they're slow as shit Mm -hmm. And I just have to like let take them time to transition. Yeah. To like let go of one activity and uh, move into another. Yeah. And you you're have just to start like, them like on. a half hour early. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking go, dude. And then they want to fuck around in the car. And it's like that to them, it that's the baby work. Like mm-hmm. I call it like that's that's their play is their work. Mm-hmm. That's what they do. This is how they orient in the world. So for me to like calm the fuck down. And ask, oh, and another thing too, it was interesting in this book, we're talking about, I don't want to go to school, right? This is like classic. Oh, I never house. wanted to go to yeah. school. Who Nobody does. does. And I even like loved school also, but yeah. still didn't want to go. Nobody wants I've to never go. liked getting up early. No, who the fuck does? Never, yeah. I don't want to have to like deal with people and be a good student. Like yeah. it's exhausting. It's garbage. <laughs> so, but every day it's, I don't want to go to school. And I used to be like, well, come on, you got to do it. It's like, but instead asking the kid like, well, why not? What's mm-hmm. going on? And then they're like, well, the teacher's smelly. Oh, the teacher's smelly. What does she smell like? Yeah. She smells like barf. Really? That must be disgusting. Tell mm-hmm. me more. And in just being more open to their... Which what, is good. Because yeah. if they're getting bullied, they would tell you then. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, you want them to tell you. Everything. Yes. The more Everything. your kids can tell you, the better. And the more you're curious about their world without judgment, the oh. more they tell. That's like being a therapist. Be curious about their world without being judgmental. And I love that she, so the, the maybe more relatable, at least for like, maybe for you, but for everybody is like, when you talk about kids getting upset about like, I can't find my car, I can't find my car. Yeah. Think of teenage you and how big of a deal stuff was. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was the end of the world. You had a fight with a friend and then they like told somebody else one of your secret, boom, world exploded. You know, like you throw yourself on your bed and cry for hours, right? Yeah. And then blame your mom and yell at everybody. That's what I would do. Yeah. So you get mad at everybody. That's like them. They're just littler versions of that, right? Yeah. So their world is that. And it's not that we have to cater and like, oh, because we don't want to make it a bigger deal because our reaction can feed their reaction. Yeah. So it's better just to say, you know, so are you angry about that? What's going on? And we'll look for it. But are you okay with playing with this instead? Mm. Like, so I validate, I ask for a little bit more information so that you know it's okay to talk about how you feel. Mm -hmm. We're building emotional intelligence. And then, you know, can we transition into something more and give them an option like so these are the things we can find i'll keep looking honey but but, but we can't can we play yeah. with this right now because i don't really know where it is do you remember when you last you know 
play a little detective. But that's interesting what you just said too about walking them through what they are feeling. Mm-hmm. Gosh, is that that must be really frustrating for yeah. you, like narrating the feelings. You sound angry. Mm-hmm. I get Even, mad when I lose things. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That helps. T- they love to hear what mommy felt mm-hmm. as a kid and what the. Like I've noticed that too. Like when they when they're upset, the you don't want your kid to be upset. So the the inclination is to get them over the upset. Yeah, because well, you have to move on. You're like, we have stuff going on. Let's and go. Like, let's just get over it. Exhausted. Have you seen this thing over here? But to distract and to do that, like you're actually, it's going to take longer <laughs> to get out oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Even with, <laughs> so I don't have kids, but even Roxy, she knows if I put real pants on, I'm leaving. <laughs> and she follows me around with her ears back. Nick, she knows. And I'm like, it's okay, boo-boo. I'm like, get your choo-choo. Well, you chew on your bluey. It's your favorite. I put your food in your bowl. Daddy's going to be here with you. And she's like, not nah, sway. She's like, I, where are you? Go- yeah. You're go- but if yeah. I just give her attention. Yeah. And she leaves me alone. She's That's like, okay. The thing. It, it, it sounds silly and simple, but it, it's, it is simple. It's the truth. So yeah. rather than the inclination of like, just distract them, get them out of this. Yeah. This is making me uncomfortable. Their crying is making me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. What's going on? What are you feeling? Or even the other day, Ellis was mad at me. For, I'm mad. I hate you. Oh no, Julian. I'm hate. I hate you. Yeah, you hate me. Why? Why do you hate me? Because you took this away from me or whatever. Like, oh, I know that's tough. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just like, you hate me. Well, fuck you. I mean, I don't know. I don't no, talk to my kids. No, but, but but even just saying like, yeah. get over it. Get over. I it. hate a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> suck it up. Mm-hmm. Which is what you and I probably. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and also what was interesting, she says, too, is like allowing your children to express discontent. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, um, toddlers are notorious for not eating what's on their plate. And you put it on there anyway. It's too spicy. Spicy. That's the word I hear all the time. It's too spicy. Uh, One of my friend's little girls, bubbly water, like Topo Chico. It's so spicy. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That's a word in our house, too. Uh, but they're not going to like the broccoli that's on there. But you put it on there anyway so that you're showing them what a plate of food should look like. Mm-hmm. And they should try new things. Yeah. Like, gotta love Daniel uh, Lyon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What's the song? Because my little, my cousin's little girl, Ellis, oh. she sings a little Don't song. Don't you tell Tom that there's a girl named Ellis. He's I just think it's a great name. Sad. I think Fuck. it's an adorable name. And it, they're both adorable, both Ellis's. Yeah, I'm sure. But she'll say, like, try new foods. You know, she has her little ditty and she goes, you don't know what it's going to be, but you might like it. And then she'll put it in her mouth. There you go. And it's cute. It was cheesecake that time. And of course she loved it. Yeah. Anything with sugars. But she poked it. She was very suspicious. Weird texture. So, 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 yeah, of course. So, so your toddler's not going to like everything on the plate. But when the toddler goes, I don't like that thing. Mm -hmm. The inclination for a parent is to be like, well, you're going to, you're going to eat it anyway. That's what I was told. Yeah. At least take two bites. You can't leave the table till or, it's done. Or <laughs> what do you mean you don't like it? You ate it last week or to invalidate it. Now, they, this woman was saying the danger of not letting them express what they dislike is that if they are being messed with, molested, abused outside oh, of the home, yeah. they're less inclined to tell you a neg quote negative experience because mm-hmm. you've been so invalidating in the past. So she's like, there's a correlation between I don't oh, like yeah. that thing and hey, somebody's really doing something bad. Well, yeah, and I mean, in general, the thing unfortunately that we've probably picked up is like those are bad feelings. Yeah, where it's just feelings and they're right. all okay. And so if we can just validate or at least listen to them, yeah, and let them know that it's heard. And then valid. It's all good, right? Like, oh, you don't like that? How come? Yeah, what do you not like? Yeah. yeah. Is you it know? the texture? Is it weird? Yeah, be like, I sometimes don't like certain foods either. Yeah. And then name something that they're never going to eat so that they don't pretend that they don't like it. Be like, <laughs> I don't 
You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't like like euros. They're spicy. (laughs) And like move on. But, you know, again, like getting with not saying like we'll eat it anyways. Forcing Mm -hmm. or invalidating. Like what? They're not that bad. Just do it. Just do it. It's like stop it. I mean, you could say like, yeah, sometimes vegetables aren't that tasty, but they're good for you. Yeah. You know, we can come in with a fact. Yeah. But it's interesting to to think of them now in terms of like not little adults, but would I talk Mm -hmm. to another adult? The way that I'm talking to my child right oh, now. Oh, yeah. That's a good check-in. Right? Like, would I be like... like you do you that for yourself, to talk to. Yeah. Oh, that's a... L- listen, I, that I found that adult? one. Yeah. Mm-mm. I wouldn't say that to a like, living person yeah. the way I used to talk to myself. Oh, yeah, yeah. But would I say that to another mm-hmm. human being, the way that I express that to this kid mm-hmm. right now? Like, if you were to tell me, God, I don't like Brussels sprouts, I'd be like, I know, aren't they the grossest, Katie? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, yeah, you do. Just try them. You had it last you week. It last I heard. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Just I mean, take two bites. You can't leave is, the table till you eat the. Yeah. Like. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. Like, why am I talking to my kids? Like, I. Yeah. yeah. So that that was a really interesting. And, and you anyway. can talk to them, not in like a highbrow way, but you can talk to them. Yeah. At a, at a certain age, they're, they, they're, yeah. they understand. Yeah. They're not idiots. They no. And I think if the more we treat them like, not like adults, but just like fellow humans. That's what I'm looking for. Not then the be- it's better because then yeah. we give an opportunity for conversation. Not I rule, you do what I say. Yeah, you know that kind of dictatorship is a little. It's yeah. not healthy because it it makes them just Excuse fearful. Me, I, I know you're always like burp into the microphone. They like it. And I'm like, my I hear my mother burp off. Excuse me. But it's not interesting what just happened. You mm-hmm. said, I hear my mother mm-hmm. when yet when I do the thing that I know oh, my yeah, mommy yeah. didn't like me doing. And and so when we're reprimanding our children, remember that. Like I always think when I correct a behavior, like that's the that's what they're gonna hear in their heads when they're mm-hmm. fucking thirty eight years old and they're sitting in Or a, they hear it come out of their mouth. Yeah. That's what I do. I'm like, Oh my god, I'm my mother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so gentle correction i try to be gentle and constructive and you you're know, good you're not gonna lose all them you're gonna be like sometimes i'm like god damn it stop. you know you're gonna of do course, that you're not no one's perfect and no one should be expected to be perfect but you're but good fuck just trying to be cognizant most times especially like, when they're throwing oh. a fit or crying it's hard because it's, it's like you're worst. overstimulated immediately yeah but you were good like when we went out to lunch and julian like <laughs> lost it he was so patient and he was just tired he was over it he was over it yeah but he was like testing his boundaries. Yeah, he was. And you were like, we got to go then. Yeah, I told you, bro. And he melted down, but but he yeah. held it like he didn't freak out. You mm-hmm. didn't freak out. It was just mm-hmm. like, well, we got to go. And then like yeah. the like aunt of me was like, I'll get him the thing anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's your role and you can later. But I can't undermine you. I know. So I was just like, yep, no brownie. Off we go. Yeah. But, but you know what I noticed about Juju is that he's looking for any fight to pick at that point. Like, it mm-hmm. wasn't about the brownie. No, it was because he wasn't comfortable. He was done. Mm-hmm. He was cooked. Yeah. So he would have found another reason for me to, mm-hmm. to establish, like, the boundary testing. He would have looked for a reason for me. Well, he was already poking assert. at me. Do you remember? Was he? No, remember when, so we were standing in line and he said, uh, he pulled on my shirt uh, and poked me in the face and you said you know you don't poke people and then he did it a little bit again uh, and you were like no no like we don't yeah, do that and you, and you put him down like because yeah. you were holding him yeah. and he wanted to be held so he stopped that so it was just, <laughs> it was just he was just doing chance. but he was just doing his he was trying he was to tired. yeah he was over it it's like we we do a version of it as an adult yeah we're in our head we're like fuck 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 you know everything's annoying yeah. son of a bitch Ugh. yeah 
Yeah. You're more short with people. You're rude. That's what that was him doing that. Of course. Of course. Well, listen, um, let's get to some business. We haven't done our follow-ups. Can we do some follow-ups, voicemails, uh, Mr. Native? And then I just want to check in with our audience, you know, on previous stuff. It's very important. So important. Topics. I love audience stuff, though. It's fun. (laughs) I love questions and voicemails. Yay. And then I want to do a couple of TikToks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi, Christina. My name is Abby from San Diego. Um, love the show. I am calling about the story about reaching out to your dad. I was in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. I didn't speak to my dad for years. But when I got pregnant, I thought he should know. So my solution was to text him through WhatsApp. Um, and I just kind of said, hey, it's been a while reaching out to let you know that I'm going to have a baby. And I just wanted you to know. And I really didn't expect anything back. But he did respond, and it was fine, but it's he's still really annoying, so I didn't want to have too much contact with him. So having him on WhatsApp kind of took it out of my immediate phone. I have to open the app to mm. talk to him. Yeah, turn and, off notifications. Um, that, made, that was like a good boundary for me. So I mm. thought you might be able to use that as like a little bit of an extra protection. Um, mm. But, yeah, it's hard, and I think talking to a therapist is really helpful too. Um, <laughs> best of luck. So what Abby's referring to, Katie, is a couple episodes back, I I had the discussion with the Booth boys because I was considering, like, should I reach out to my father? It's been a while. We had this tragedy in the family. The person's fine now. But um, and I was like, what's the what's the method? What do I do? And it was like I was like, should I just text him? Sup? And then Josh Solo goes, you should FaceTime him. I'm like, that oh. is not fucking happening. That's the worst solution. Yeah. So it, it was like this thing of like, what's the what's the good reach out? So, mm. hey, here we have it. The therapist I mean, it de- is here. It depends on the nature of the relationship. <sighs> because even in her, and not to invalidate anybody, she gets to do whatever she wants. You all make good choices for your life. And that's that's what you get to do. But if, if it, it's interesting because it's all about what we want. She wanted him to know she was having a child because it's something she's excited about. And we we wish we had parents who were adult yeah. and could get excited for us and show up. Yeah. But sometimes we don't. And they're like trash monsters. Like they just can't handle themselves. <laughs> trash monsters. That's the next book you're going to write. When How to deal with trash monsters. Fucking trash monsters. But you know, sometimes they're dickwads and you just can't be around them. And mm. unfortunately, a lot of the work that we have to do when we have shit parents is like grieve what we wish they could be versus what they can and it sounds like her dad's annoying and he can't show up for her and she said like it was fine which meant it wasn't great and it wasn't like a happy interaction it didn't give her more joy like she would want it to right yeah and i know i'm making a lot of assumptions this is you no judgments just like talking it out because the the real truth is that if they can't show up for you and it's not it's actually more detrimental for you to be in contact with them then it is okay. I give you permission to go no contact. Yeah. But having boundaries around it is good. It's only in WhatsApp. You only open when you're ready for that bag of worm. It still sounds very not healthy for her at this point. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a joy. Yeah, and I don't think your dad's very joy-filled either. (laughs) No. Well, it's, it's funny what you're just saying too, this whole idea of, Hey, when I'm in a really good place and I can take the poison, I'll mm-hmm. open up the WhatsApp and I'll go in there. It's like, but why are you poisoning yourself? Why? Yeah, yeah let like... yourself be in that good place. <laughs> Call people who are excited for you. No, I 
right now. But but just that horrible thing of like I have to brace myself mm-hmm. for an interaction. And with she's this already person. thinking, how can I do this in a way that's the least invasive for me? Yeah, I know that's the worst. This is so misery. Listen, if anybody listening has toxic parents, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. This idea of bracing yourself. For an interaction. Yeah, which for the hit. Oy vey, for the fucking hit. And let's talk about it now because the holidays are upon us. Mm. Before you know it, guys, Thanksgiving is around the corner. I know. How do we deal with those uh, trash monster? <laughs> it's so hard. Parents are tricky because we always, or family's tricky. Because there's this like unwritten rule that we're like have to keep in contact with them and like have a good relationship. And we feel like we're shits if we don't. Like something's wrong with us. Hey, honor thy mother and father. It's in the Bible. Right. And people have so much guilt around it. And also if you have a narcissistic parent, they can like lay on that guilt. Or if you're Catholic, just lay it on. Sean was raised Catholic. It's like the guilt. So to be honest, the best way to manage is first taking some time by yourself to consider what you're able to do. Not what you should or what you think they want. Like keep telling yourself as you're like, well, I know my mom, uh, uh, uh. I don't care what your fucking mom wants. I want to know what you would want to do and figuring out what that window is. So if you feel the need, oh, I have to see them. Okay, let's not argue with that. That's okay. How long can you tolerate it? How much? How much poison can you take? And so I've told my <laughs> patients sometimes, I'm like, you have you have another thing you have to go to. You can only be there for a certain amount of time. And you tell them repeatedly. They won't believe you and they probably won't want to let you go. But you leave at that time. Mm. So like, okay, well, you know, it's Thanksgiving. So dinner's at two. I don't know why we always have like Thanksgiving around lunchtime. I, I know. Like, okay, so dinner's at Everyone two. Everyone does that. Yeah. And be like, okay, well, I, I'm meeting um, friends for like a late, uh, or for early dinner I don't even know if I fucking make something up I have a friend coming in I have to get them at five that's the only time I got from two to five that's it and you got a hard out mm-hmm. and you leave there's an alarm that goes off or a buzzer on your what you leave at five boom you're out and I don't care if they try to oh I can't believe you I told you I have to go and don't apologize we don't have to say I'm sorry you're not sorry you know my therapist used to because I'm a, a people pleaser she'd be like if you can tell me what you're sorry for and you mean it then I'll believe it but otherwise don't say it and that like sticks with me. So when you're saying, I'm so sorry, you're not sorry. You're like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. It's five o'clock. I can't take it anymore. So, you know, just say, I know it's been great to see you. Thank you so much for dinner. It was wonderful. Adios. Bye. What about the the house visitor? Now, I've had mm. lots of people write in over the years. How do I handle my mother-in-law who wants to come stay with us over mm. Christmas? And I always say to them, Say no uh, if offer, you can. Say, well, say no. That's really hard to say no, especially mm-hmm. when there's like small kids and grandparents want to visit. Like, yeah. if you can, I would say, you know, hey, you might be more comfortable down the road at the Marriott. Yeah. But I know some people will be like... Family can be really offended with that. Like that they want to stay in your house. Yeah. And I... Hey, I, we're antisocial as shit, but, you know, like you said, yeah. some people get offended. So what do you do in that situation? Again, it's boundaries. So yeah. when are you okay having them there? And do you need to get out of the house every day to give yourself a release? So like plan things. I know that sounds silly, but like, oh, um, I have to go. I have this, you know, therapy appointment. I have this meeting. I have to go get my hair done. I have to like schedule stuff during that time or but make it up. nobody can come with but you. But no one can come with you. Mm-mm. That's the secret because they'll be like, I'll come with you to get your nails and say, done. Oh, You're like, mm. Yeah. And say, oh, they're fully booked. It would just, you just be waiting, you know? <laughs> 
got to make some shit up sometimes and people i've gotten comments some people are like you condone lying and i'm like sometimes yeah, it's, it's necessary it's na- natural it saves us both you don't want to tell yeah. them i don't like you in my house and you also don't you know want them with you you need that break so making breaks i think is probably the key yeah and frankly if you don't have the room for people to come visit offer to like pay for part of the hotel if you can if you can yeah. you know because like i mean sean and i forever were in a two-bedroom apartment with one bathroom oh forget about it it was so uncomfortable for everybody involved so it's like i mean we're in santa monica so good luck with the hotel it's like 400 dollars. but if you live in a place where it's like you know oh i can get it for 97 bucks or 120 bucks like Offer to pay for part of that. It saves everybody. Yeah, if, if not cover the total expense. Mm-hmm. I've done that as yeah. a gesture in the past for people. Like, hey, yeah. I listen, you don't want to come stay with us, but I will cover your hotel. Come stay and, yeah. and I'll spoil you. I'll take care of you. you know, like, yeah. I'll make it up to you. Just don't get the fuck out of my house. Well, it's, it's a lot. And you have kids too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, also we need, everybody needs downtime. Yeah, you and can. if you don't have space to like be separate, it's a lot. Oh, it's too much. And it can be exhausting, especially if they're go, go, go people. Uh, it's like, yeah, guy. it's a little too much. I don't like go, go So boundaries. Go. So sit down, figure out what you can handle. Then talk to your partner if you have one that's going to be involved in this. Yeah. And whoever's family it is, is responsible for communicating that. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a really good relationship, you can communicate it too if it's like not your family. But your partner or you should go to bat for the other. Like yeah. that's part of a marriage or a relationship. You know, yeah. you you got to deal with your own. Mm-hmm. It's easier that way. Like I can tell my mom more than Sean could just because she's my mom. I can be like, oh, you know, we really don't want that. You don't need to bring that or whatever. When he, you know what I mean? Like when people offer you things you don't really want. Like I can tell my mom no, but Sean might be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she'll bring it. He'd be like, should we just take this to Goodwill? Like why would I we know. do that? Don't you know? ruin it. I know. <laughs> so also let's say you have a narcissistic parent. This mm. is another one. And um, I'm I, sorry. First, I just had to put that out. There. Oh, it's the worst. Parent. Yeah. But I remember there was this call on Dr. Laura one time. I used to listen to oh, Dr. I love Dr. Laura. Dr. Laura. Uh, she's great. She's so so mean nowadays. But uh, she had this great call. She goes, uh, so my dad always does. No, no, sorry. My mom, my mom never shows up on time Ooh. for Thanksgiving or Christmas Then you dinner. tell him a different time. Oh, that's one way of doing oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, Dinner's don't... at three. Tell him two o'clock. <laughs> How late are they? <laughs> Well, well, this this person I think was many many hours oh. late, and and then was upset when the people had eaten. And what? oh, narcissist, total yeah. Narcissist. So Dr. Laura was like, okay, well, dinner's at three, uh, and that's when you're going to start eating at three, and you're just going to go on with your meal and your plans. Yeah. And if that person's not there, tough shit, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. And she's like, what? I can do that? It's like, yeah, it's your house. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. And you told them. It's not like you told them four, and you're starting at three. Yeah. Dinner's no. at three. Show goes on. We yeah. don't wait for you. Yeah. You're not that important. You're the people not... can't start until you decide. <laughs> oh, I know that hurts you and you feel offended. Uh, yeah. But life's not like that. Yeah. 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 So that's another one because mm-hmm. people will show up late or hours yeah. and hours. Yeah. That was a good that's call. That's rude. It you is know? so fucking rude. And I don't even care unreal. if it's just you and your spouse. You start. Like if they're the only other yeah, people coming. Of course. Have your meal. Have your meal. Enjoy your life. Get your life. Yeah. Uh, let's do another follow-up voicemail, Native. Hey, Christina. I have a mom hack for you. Oh, I heard that you're watching this brand new show called Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> and they all, all the families in the show, as you know, have little <laughs> mottos. And Lannisters say they're dead. And winter is coming, which is dumb. Yeah. But 
I came up with a family motto for our family, and our last name is Smith, and so we say, Smith, never give up. Oh, I like that. And my daughter uses it all the time at school. She's a little kid, and she'll go in, and she'll have a tough day or a tough test, and we'll say, how does it go? And she'll say, Mommy, Smith, never give up. Well, I didn't give up. So there you go. It's working. Coming up in May. I love that. I tell my sons that they have superpowers because they're half Hungarian, like oh, me. Oh, yeah. Which is probably like, not good because it's instilling nationalistic pride. <laughs> like, oh, that's okay. They can, be, like, they can be proud of where their family's from. Well, the other day, Ellis goes, Mommy, did you know that um, Daddy's parents aren't Hungarian? And I was oh. like, I know. <laughs> I was like, that's your other genetic material. No, I see. So I, I, yeah, so then... <laughs> He got that, and I was like, "No, they're Peruvian and American. That's yeah. what those are. Good meatballs too, spicy meatballs in your genetics." Uh-huh. But then, I, yeah, but I like this idea of like the last name giving yeah, that's you a sense of identity. Yeah, because nice. then you feel like we're all in it together. Yeah, we all do our. I like that we don't give up. That's super cute. Never give up, boy. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I always tell my boys. Don't yeah. give up. You can rest, but don't give up. Never, yeah. never, never. Yeah. Don't be fucking pussy, crybaby, stop and cry. <laughs> It makes me sick. Fuck. I know. Right? Life is it's life hard. Is life is hard. You got to keep going, dude. Yep. Don't let this shit get you down, homie. Yeah, right? Fucking bitches. All right. Let me show you some TikToks. Okay. I'm so happy. I feel like I want to cram everything in with you because you're, you're an expert. Oh, okay. You're a fucking... Oh, oh. Like, so let's... I want you to watch these and just tell me what you see. Like, what's going on? Okay. So looking for dating is what I saw already and... Oh no. TikTok. Hi, this is Joe. It's August 19th. Oh. How are you guys doing today? Good. Thanks for asking. Still looking for people for dating and relationship? I think he's so reading a, a script. comment or like. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Aww. That's sweet. Yeah. Would you date him? I mean, no, but I'm more <laughs> happily married, so I'm taken. Thanks. No, but I think, I mean,. What's he clearly doesn't that? understand how TikTok works. Yeah. Well, that's that's prerequisite to being in my feed. Yeah, I know. Your feed is great. Although yeah. that pimp guy that you showed before, I've yeah. seen him in my feed before, but I think oh. it's because we're friends on there. <laughs> so I get some of yours. It's okay. My 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 page is very interesting. But I think, to be honest, this is sweet to he's me. He's just a sweet guy. I think he's just lonely. Yeah. But he cleaned himself up, really. He put on a polo, if but you that's notice. That's true. I, well, I did not. You're right. And it's like, it's it's fresh i don't see any stains on it that's true and his head is pretty clean he's like trimmed up his beard and his hair look at you finding the bright side (laughs) what a positive lady (laughs) i think he really just wants some like connection with someone so he's reaching out in the only way he knows how especially with covid and stuff things people are getting more desperate for connection and you know I, I would like him to go to a dentist. I worry about his Same. health. Same. That one lone tooth is very menacing. Yeah. And I mean, dental hygiene can really m- mess up your physical health. Like, Oh, I know it. Holy moly. Oh, I know it. So that worries me. But he's probably a very nice little guy there. Yeah. I hope he finds love. I know. Have you, have you watched Love on the Spectrum yet? No. Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix. Is it for, it's autistic people? Uh-huh. Is that what they mean? Okay. It's fantastic. Interesting. And you know what I love about it is like, because autistic people have like, I don't know why, but they have, they have no filter. So. Oh yeah. That's what I love about them the to be honest because they're honest. <clears throat> me too. It's just real. It's like me. Like, it's it's I have like no a special filter. gift. Yeah. but <laughs> Maybe I'm I mean, autistic. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would know by now. Oh 
God, I don't know, because I have real problem <laughs> filtering. Uh, <clears throat> You're just I, honest. Yeah, I, I can't help it. I, it's better I, that way. It's so much easier. But um, like their dating profile, they'll be like, this is John. He hates loud sounds and squeaky doorknobs. <laughs> And like they're so specific. They get so overstimulated. Yeah. He's being honest. That's yeah. overwhelming to me. Please don't do that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's cute. And I wish that like that's how real life, like how it was for other people. Not oh, just I the autistic. Because yeah. they'd be like, that's really specific. And I know more that informs me more about you than yes, the bullshit. Stuff. Totally. The like yeah. yeah, the the bullshit profile people like, put together. Walk Thank on God. the beach or I like to laugh. Like, yeah, everyone does shithead. Yeah. That's not You like specific. dogs. Okay, that's important because I have you know what I mean? That's that's good. Yeah, that's key. You don't like dogs. Something's wrong with you. Fuck your life. Yeah. 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 You're not normal. Yeah. Agreed. What's that over there? I mean, you know, dogs. <gasps> rude and he's a cat person <laughs> oh cats, cats are, are fine cool animals they, they don't need too much you know dogs are always like they need you you know they're so they I love thought you so like attention i what do but, but flip it's, flop flip flop it's it's too much love man it's it's too much love oh. it's all the time it's like what, what? listen to it's, how unhealthy like, he is <laughs> this is that? the dumbest argument i've ever I fucking know. heard it's too much because it's all <laughs> it's the time imagine if every imagine if do you not think you're worthy of love oh shit she said it dude that's why she's the duck. Oh, I mean, I was scared of you for a good reason. <laughs> yeah, and he, what what part of he doesn't deserve? I don't know. 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 I'm not the guest. I'm not the guest. I mean, out of this I mean, do you have a full length mirror here that we could do a, a mirror test with? Affirmate. I so, mean, look I into made, the mirror and I say, I love myself. I love you. I love you, Annie. Say it. I love oh. you. You're smart. You have things people like. Yeah. So you is that guys what, are really nice. <laughs> <laughs> really nice. So, so is that what the cat person is? Someone who can't tolerate a, a real intimacy. Cats uh, can be cuddly too. They, there, there are very outgoing yeah. cats. I so I think animal that. people in general, I like, I like that. Yeah. If you're an animal person, I'm probably gonna like you. Same. I, and, and the older I get, the more I get excited about animals. Oh, animals! I know. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet Roxy. I'm like, I know. Hey, if she was better behaved, I would have brought her here. I'll but she'd just be so excited, mm-hmm. and she'd, you know, just chaos, everywhere. chaos. Yeah. You know what I'm really excited about is I'm watching the squirrels collect their little nuts. Oh for yeah. Winter. Yes. They're all over. They yell at Roxy, <laughs> and she's like, she'll try to chase them. And I'm like, good, because they've been chewing at our house, those yeah. motherfuckers. They were. <laughs> She'll get them. I know. Yeah, yeah. She Bitsies runs with the squirrels, yeah. too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, that's what they're for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, let's watch another talk, okay. though. I, I like doing this analysis with you. This is fun. This is fun. Who's ready oh. to find out if I'm a good kisser or not? Oh, no. Free of charge. Oh. I mean, <laughs> again, with. Uh, the back, I mean the the green screen is yeah. perfect. Look, it's cool. Both. Like he put something into it. It's just a little forward. The other guy was much cuter. <laughs> it's too forward. It's yeah. too much. Yeah, uh, but again, I think it's a connection thing. Also, he clean your glasses. That bothers clean me. Clean your glasses. I can't even see his eyes, and that's like how you look uh, at people and like connect with them. The windows to the soul, and we they're filthy yeah. with schmutz. Filthy. Which makes me wonder, his shirt does not look, he didn't really try, although his beard is trimmed. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> this is Tom's doppelganger. Did you know that? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said that on the last one. Like, Tom's like, people say I look like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, 
I've Your glasses seen, are way cooler. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, his glasses are way cooler. <sighs> um, I, I so, mean, for so, him, it's, so, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, you're fine. I, it's like I, I think it's connection still, but it's a little too much for me. But there's way worse on TikTok where they there's like, way worse. So, I think he's just trying to find his place there. So, but what this is a lack of social awareness. This is yes. a lack of what here? What's of honestly a lot of things like first of all if you're taking to social media not like a dating app not something that's like for that like not <laughs> he's like taking to tiktok to be like who wants to find like where do you live who, who are you like no one's what is somebody gonna type into the comment really and be like meet me at the 7-eleven like it's really his understanding of how dating works or like yeah. getting a, a person that would kiss it's it's just a little lacking so mm-hmm. i don't I'd assume he's serious. What does this stem from? His lack, it's just. Uh... Could be, it could be developmentally delayed. I don't know. Oh. His speech is a little different. I don't know. Yeah. But it could also just be that no one ever taught him or maybe he was abused as a kid and never really got out to make friends or maybe was bullied. So. Then no one ever taught him. That's what we're going to stick with. Yeah. It's a happier yeah. story. I like Nobody so. knows. He doesn't know. <laughs> He's still learning. He's still learning. And we're going to, we're here to teach him. So, so yeah. if he wants to make, he might want to start just by making friends on TikTok. How yeah. about that? Yeah. Let's Share a little there. bit about yourself, things that are relatable maybe <laughs> to someone else. And then people feel connected to you. Right. Cause that's, that's, what, that's the number one, a one mistake we've been noticing with these gents is that they're just like, what are you going to do for me? Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. I want you to come to me. And it's like, well, no, what are you bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. Like, tell me about you. This is like your dating profile. Yeah. Be like, I work at the FedEx and I do shipping yeah, yeah. and I love my job and I've been there for a long time and I'm a very kind and generous person. Well, that sounds like an awesome way person. better. And then who wants to make out with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because what you just said, like they work at FedEx, FedEx, sorry, FedEx. That's a great company. I know that they're probably a very consistent uh, person because yep. they had the job for years for lots of yes and and they're reliable you have to show yep. up every day to do that gig you're yep. probably in decent shape because yeah, you're moving around all day all long day. so a good yeah. good 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 and then and then i'll french you yeah <laughs> and then let's make out let's make out meet me at the denny's meet me at the denny's <laughs> it's going down Anywhere else is it going down? Meet me at the studio. It's going down. Yeah. Meet me at Christina's house. It's, it's going, going down. down. I like that you called them the Booth Boys because yeah. I've been rewatching Sex in the City, and I, I know. Sex and Aiden was my favorite. Really? Yes. I know. I know. But she's like, she jokes. She's his booth bitch when mm-hmm. he has like his yeah. furniture at the booth. I'm his booth bitch. Yeah. She's yeah. like, I wax your wood. I wax, wax it real good. I mean, Sex and the City is so great. Yeah. It's so funny. So but I was like, oh, the booth boys. Yeah. Your booth Here bitches. Yeah. <laughs> Aiden, that's funny. Aiden. Mm-hmm. I mean that with love, you guys. I was. Yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> I, I, Aiden always upset me because he was such a wuss with her. I was like. Oh, he was they, so smitten. They were not a good. She can I let's talk about this, mm-hmm. the relationship between Big and uh, K- uh, Carrie. Carrie, is that it's founded on this push pull. I love you. He disappears. Never available. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. And I really saw unhealthy. this TikTok meme that was like explaining why Big. It's like Big didn't do anything wrong. It's just that she would make Big her entire world when mm-hmm. he would come around. She would she would get too into him and too spirally and that repulses male energy mm. or something i was like i don't I think a man a man wrote that yeah 
Yeah, I mean, both were wrong. Both yeah, were at fault. Yeah, both are wacky. It was a toxic relationship. Yeah. Because, yeah, she would like make him her world. And it's not that you can't make someone your world or you can't yeah. be invested in them, but he wasn't meeting her there. She, she enjoyed him not being available. Yeah. So she finds herself in unavailable relationships all the time. Yes. Where they just couldn't be there for her. And then she was like upset that they're not there for her. And you're like, dude, what did you expect? Yeah. But Aiden was there for her. And she couldn't take it. And she it. couldn't take She's it. She's bored. It, which if I was her therapist, which I have a, a video on my channel where I react to oh. different Sex and City scenes. That's oh, why I was great. I've, I've got to. Okay. I've got to go see those. And then. I talk about this. Like, because yeah. I think the episode's called Drama Queens or whatever. But Aiden, she should have stayed with him and worked out that discomfort the, the in therapy. Issue. Yeah. Because. Un- yeah. You should be uncomfortable when you're mm-hmm. trying to make change. Dude, 100%. When I met Segura, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. this I'll is play. fucking boring. Like, Oh, yeah. Sean, I was like, why won't he call me back more often? Like, he was not <laughs> available. <laughs> My therapist is like, uh, <clears throat> that's good. Yeah. Stop doing what you're doing before. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like... um. I, I mean, I start talking about it now in my stand-up. Like, I love how boring and stable Segura is. Mm-hmm. It's what I needed to, you know, to be able to have that there so that I could change and become healthier. Because well, you never had anything stable. Yeah. And I find it so much more attractive, ultimately, than the chaos of my boyfriend's prior well, to yeah, him. You were finding probably people like your dad and your mom. Yeah. Chaos, crazy, unpredictable. <laughs> narcissist <laughs> or just unavailable unavailable emotionally unavailable yeah but no they were they were yes they're sweet guys uh but yeah ultimately it's not, a good, fit not a good fit yeah yeah, yeah. Well, one, we can't like you can't be the boring person either that's why you get to be like Wah! no like get your excitement out and be that person the wiggles. yeah yeah What'd and you, you get him? to do that and tom could be like cool yeah <laughs> that's right because he's narrow emotional bandwidth and mm-hmm. i'm like let's go let's go let's go and then same Sean yeah and i are same he'll get excited sometimes yeah. Rarely, but sometimes, yeah. Yeah. But I get. Yeah, me too. I'm the emotional Sherpa. Yeah, yeah. And you need that in a relationship. Yeah. I guess that's why they say opposites attract. I'm not necessarily sure that's accurate. Yeah. No, it's not full opposites. Yeah. You need complementary. Mm-hmm. So one of you's mellow, one mm-hmm. of you's a little more outgoing emotionally or whatever. Yeah. Like my therapist had said about Sean and I, she was like, wow, he's so resourceful. He found the girl who has the things he doesn't have and you found the guy that has the things you don't have. Yes. And that's kind of what it is. It's not opposites. Because like you have to have things it's in common. It's not opposite. Yeah. You have to like someone work. have the same sense of humor I think is really important. Yeah. And things like that. But yeah. Morals, values. Yeah. It's interesting that you say you see a therapist. You hear that guy? So the therapist sees a therapist, right? Yes. Talk about that. Always. I mean, I love therapy. I actually need to find one here now that we've moved. But um, it... First of all, just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I have all my shit together and don't have problems like anybody. And when I was a kid, I mean, I've had my own ish. Like I said, as a people pleaser, that caused me a lot of problems because like I didn't have any boundaries and I felt responsible for other people. And I think it's because my family's kind of enmeshed, Mm. you know, which as a kid was warm and fuzzy and wonderful because like everybody takes care of everybody. Yeah. This is great. And I grew up in a small town, so everybody knows your business. So it was just a complete disaster um so started therapy at 15 and that therapist like religious because i was raised in church for a while so she prayed before it was just wasn't Ugh, a good fit yeah. and i was a teenager so i was Maddie. like fuck this you know i'm out but then as i got older and had my own therapy and therapist that i got to pick man that was so healing and helpful well it's good to hear that therapists see 
therapist because you don't see your own stuff all the time. No, right? I'm too close you, you to it. Can't. And I can't challenge myself, you know? Like right. my therapist would be like, you're doing that thing again. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Like I, it's easier from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. And you that's need, why you, you see it. someone. Yeah. You need someone to be like, someone you trust, not yeah. just your I need someone friends. to be able to hold my stuff too because I hold yes. it for other people. So, yes. you know, it wouldn't be fair to my patients if I didn't take care of myself. Yeah. there you, And that's so good. So responsible. Yeah. I try. Well, I love you, Katie. Um, buy Katie Morton's books. They're on sale everywhere, right? Yep. Traumatized and Am I Okay? Are You Okay? Fuck. I always so say close. that. That's okay. But I think it's because I read it as Am I Okay? Because I'm like, <laughs> Am I okay? I should read this. Um, did you hear anything in this episode you'd like to comment on? Do you want to leave further follow-up questions for Katie? The phone number is 213-375-5184. Leave me a voicemail. Uh, or email me where my mom's at at gmail.com. Thank you, Miss Katie Morton. Of course. You're so fantastic. Great and I love you so much. And let's have lunch uh, very soon. Yes, please. Okay. I love okay. you. Until love next you. time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at. Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at. Where my mom's at.